This is CliffCentral.com. Hello, Salibonani Makadi, Molweni. Welcome to another one hour of the Game of T vibe here on Cliff Central. So on Tuesday, we lost one of African legends, Yuma Sekela. And on Wednesday, our president, Idim Nangago, was interviewed at the World Economic Forum. And of course, the government of Zimbabwe ordered major players in the fuel sector to reduce prices. You surely don't want to miss the Gilmore Tea vibe today. And I am, of course, joined in studio by the resident, resident, Tsuare Lomotobe, who's at Umelapi on social media. What's up? Uh, I, I think we should start calling it on social media. On social media. <laughs> It's very, a lot of people are unsocial. Ah, yeah, very unsocial. But it's very social in its own way. And also, we have the not so new and not so funny Itai Roy joining us in studio today. Is this is your third time, possibly? If not, if not the fourth time. If not the fourth time. But anyway, welcome back on the Gilmore T vibe. Ah, uh, thank you, Kabo. It's good to be here. Yeah, and of course, together we're going to go through these and many other topics that made news in Zimbabwe this week. And yes, we are live on live stream obviously so the website is www.clipcentral.com and our hashtag is gtwe vibe so let's talk them all right talking about zimbabwe according to the chronicle newspaper the government has ordered players in the petroleum industry to reduce fuel prices with immediate effect to $1.35 per liter for petrol and $1.23 per liter for diesel and of course $1.17 for paraffin following the reduction in excess duty announced this week. So the Minister of Finance and Economic Development announced the excess duty reduction which is expected to have a positive effect on the economy. Energy and Power Development Minister Simon Kayamoyo told journalists in Harare, Zimbabwe on Tuesday the 23rd of January that he expected maximum cooperation from the players in the petroleum industry. This is good news to us as Zimbabweans. Uh, are we back to price fixing? Yeah, they're fixing the pricing. It's then it's the, not good it's news. It's not, it's not good news? If it's price fixing, it's not good news. No, but then they're reducing the price in the fuel, like, because the pricing, the pricing had gone up. Oh, what it, what it means is if, if, if for 10 liters, mm-hmm. I'm only saving 60 cents. Uh huh. But 60 cents is some money. You can't buy me a loaf of bread. But it's still some money. You've saved some money though. Oh, okay. You can throw that in the, in the bank and also be like a responsible black person who knows how to save their money because oh. a lot of us don't know how to save money. Okay. You just want to spend it. Oh, Sorry on the phone, brother. Yeah, uh, uh, social media. Social. He's social media. He's being unsocial right now, and we're having this. Is it not a good thing that the pricing of fuel is reduced? Because you are constantly driving uh, left, right, and middle center, and taking your kids to school. So, isn't this good news for you? Yeah, well, I'm new to this driving thing, so I can, I can just step into the doing that. <laughs> you know, yeah, but I, I think it's a first step. Uh-huh. Uh, considering Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe's got a history of. Uh, Profiteering, these business people. Like in December, we witnessed some unscrupulous price hikes. That's such a Zimbabwean word, unscrupulous. Yeah, we were buying, we're buying a crate of eggs for like nine dollars. This is something that regularly would go for plus or minus three 
dollars fifty. That's why I quit eggs. You know when. But you don't eat eggs anymore. I don't eat expensive eggs. No ex- expensive eggs. It's just chicken. <laughs> chicken is a stupid animal to begin with. You know, uh, I, I mean. But you can't say chicken is a stupid, a stupid animal to begin with because. Let's not talk about uh, chicken. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> because we have a headquarters in Harare, the capital, that is a symbol of a chicken. Oh, so we cannot say it's a useless uh, animal because this same symbol has been leading us for many, many years. <laughs> Come on, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it goes to show the characteristics of people you find there, you know. <laughs> um, no, but anyway, good news for Zimbabweans, whether good news or bad news, I don't know. But I think it's good news that the pricing has gone down for fuel because it will also result to other things going down, possibly the food and things like that. Hopefully. Yeah, because prices, you ever seen prices, like, look at Zim, for the economy that we have, for the cost, or, 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 or I mean, for the... Uh, Income that people make, people yeah. get, and things like that. Our cost of living is super high. I don't get how high. we survive when we are making nothing mm. and yet have to pay so much to survive. I don't know. We hustle. We're hustlers, right? In Zimbabwe, that's the new, it's a new term or old term in Zimbabwe. We should put in our dictionary. The Harari dictionary, not the Oxford. Mm. We need the Harari dictionary. Yeah. Alright, moving right ahead. In entertainment, the gaffer hit maker Winky D is releasing his 11th album and he's got such ex as uh, Jamaican Benny Man and other several, ja- um, ex like Buffalo Soldier, Andy Murito, Killer T, Sam Dondo also partaking in his launch. I mean, I think he has done an incredible job in terms of creating anticipation and just mastering the business of music. This is my own opinion. But you're like a, a Winky D fan and you would know it, I. Uh, I'm not a Winky D fan. <laughs> but but, but I, I, I fear we, he will soon reach, reach a point where he will start singing songs like Chirin Poto. Are you, you can't be doing albums every now and again. How deep are the albums? You have an album with two, yeah. two, three songs, and then the next, the rest of the songs mm-hmm. you don't even listen to. That's my question. Sorry, you're in the music industry. There is a lot of releasing albums every six weeks. Calvin, the hip hop artist, the award winning hip hop artist, he's got an album, but he just recently released another one, another one, like a few months back. How do you even sustain this business of music if you're constantly releasing albums? Are you making money from it, or is just releasing because you you feel like you don't have anything else to do? Than to release albums. Well, it, it depends. Yes, for local artists, you you look at the bulk of local artists mm. uh, in Zimbabwe. Musicians make more of live shows than they yeah. do yeah. of uh, of uh, CD sales. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yes, a lot of artists who are actually selling CDs. But I can bet you, a locally based artist mm. will make more of live shows yeah, and other endorsements and gigs. And so, what do you need? For you to get the live shows and make money off that, the hit song. Mm, just you need one. the hit. You know, uh, so we can't, you can't be Winky T and releasing singles all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, he has to basically try and treat us with respect. Yeah, but then, us, you know, yeah, yeah it's yeah. also mainstream music. So the music's gonna be watered down. It's not gonna be all that. It's gonna be a song you listen to today and two months wow. down the line, uh, Soldier Love releases something and you forget about that song. To somebody else, you know, that's the idea behind. But 11 albums, so I mean, 11 albums, even the biggest, the biggest artists that have started singing before him, they don't even have 10 albums, they have like maybe three or five. It depends. You listen to MF Doom, MF Doom has got multiple characters. It's Victor Vaughn, is uh, MF Doom, is Danger Mouse, is Mad Villain, all those things. And this is an artist who can, in a single year, release four albums because of the 
multiple characters. So, uh, I understand. I'm not going to compare Winky D to Emma Bloom, but I'm just saying work ethic-wise that if you strike a formula that works. Okay. So it's know, about a formula. A formula that works. With MF Doom, he's got a cult following. It's a, his formula works for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about Wicked I'm not into Zim Dance also. I don't know that much about it. But maybe with the fans that are hardcore Zim, Zim Dance fans, hole. they'll follow that. Maybe he's got a formula that is actually, you know, worked on. Yeah, but then I like... Uh, yes, it uh, you, you, you realize Zim Dance is like... Uh, it's like your white t-shirt, yeah? You can't okay. put one for too long. One so comes up. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, we, we, might, we might actually talk about this dim dance for what it is, actually. <laughs> nice analogy. Nice. <laughs> but listen, nice. either way, I, I, I appreciate the approach to the business, uh, to the business of music that he has done. Because in many cases, our artists suffer from this thing of just dropping albums. They think that the albums are going to sell themselves. They think that these albums are just going to become, you know... The massive uh, albums ever to have existed, and some of them just, they just announced like a week before to say, "Oh, we're dropping an album next week." But with him, he's created this anticipation. He's got uh, these big acts coming to uh, play with him as he launches his album, which means those are more people coming to the album launch and buying his, his CDs, etc. So, yeah, the business side saying, is good. I'm saying uh, formula. Look at my chisel. Mm-hmm. Releasing an album and selling an album for a dollar and claiming to have sold over 100,000 copies. If he did that, then he reached the $100,000 mark. Wow, for a dollar. You, yeah. For a dollar, you know. Mm-hmm. Some musicians might cry foul. You know, he's killing the market. He's he but he's created a formula and followed it through, you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Something yeah. like that. So probably Winky D is probably got a formula if he's going to be bringing Billy Man and all these big artists. Yeah, sure. Of course, he's not bringing them by himself. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of financial backing to that and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's got a lot of endorsements in Zimbabwe you know, at the moment, yeah. which is a good thing. I just hope and pray we don't have another Davido moment. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like a no show? Yeah. Just praise. <laughs> I made credit this hype. Davido is mm-hmm. coming in. He didn't show up. Mm-hmm. The fans forgave him. No, but we, we've then always he, had a lot of Davido moments before, oh. way before Davido. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they just not called Davido back then. They had other names. They had other names. Oh, but I know, you know, uh, I know either call them Davido moment or Zoto Abandu moment. You know. <laughs> or a no pant uh, moment. Uh, uh, no, uh, no. Uh, no. That's just for no. me, right? No. Davido was cool. <laughs> But moving right along, I mean, in other sad news, we have just lost Brayu Masegela. He passed on from prostate cancer and he died at 78 years uh, of age. I mean, such a huge loss for the African music industry. The world music industry. The I world. don't think there's something that I've always fought. You know, you look at the world over when it comes to artists like Fela, Yuma hmm. Segela, get it rhymes, Machaifa, hmm. uh, and all these African artists. <laughs> there is a need to specify. Yeah. African. You don't get that with European American artists. So we just said our I mean Yuma Segela is one of the greatest musicians yeah, he is, he is. ever. Yeah. You know, I don't care what no one thinks. You no know, one. I mean that's anybody. What it is. Yeah, that's what it is. That 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 man is uh you know, influence, change the trajectory of jazz music, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. in Africa but in the world. Yeah, true. He's true. made a, a stood you know, created politically sensitive messages. He's an activist. Mm. He's, I mean, he's influenced a lot of uh, musicians and anyone who has personal friends with Fela, you know. Yeah, yes, it, and, and also saying a tribute for Fela. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But I mean, may so rest in peace. What's your greatest moment? What do you remember the most about you, Masegela? Um, my first experience with you, Masegela, was with my dearest friend. His yeah, first experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds very sexual, but anyway, let's go ahead. Okay. Get your mind off the Get your mind off the No, no, no but let's be serious okay. here. Okay. We're talking I'll about say... a solemn thing here. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, my dear friend used to, used to play a lot of jazz mm-hmm. and used to play, uh, you a lot. So I got to listen to you and I got, I think I got to love jazz through him mm-hmm. and I can list a number of Beautiful songs from uh, from you. Mm. Tamati Soso is just you know one of those Kewundini and you know he's got he's got nice catchy nice songs catchy beats. Mm. He's got those deep songs that make you think in a in a heady kind of manner, you know. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it was. For me, I think the most outstanding thing is when I saw a headline saying that he said he would never sing with anybody who wears a weave. So he would refuse to sing with anyone who wears a weave. No offense with those that wear weaves. Continue wearing that hair, those grasses, whatever, horse hair, whatever you call it. But for me, I thought that was very... I mean, I, he, I loved he didn't, that about he didn't him. only not sing, he didn't take pictures. It's with weave people. With people who've got women who've got weaves. I, I don't, I don't know. Men are putting weaves on now. Now, now, uh, yeah, now I, that is dead. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah, to, 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 you went as far as to the extent of, you know, I stand by this. I will not shake somebody's hand when he could. If he couldn't help it, you mm. would get to the point of refusing to take a picture with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he has certain principles around yeah. him that he also stood by and, you know, it's something that out respect. Yeah, no, and I, I think it's just also trying to advocate for originality and one just being proud of who they are and where they come from. Especially in this day and age where everybody wants to have a weave and our young girls don't have anyone to look up to because they don't see themselves in most of these people on TV. They're wondering, is my hair, is there something wrong with yeah. my hair when, mm-hmm. because everyone is weeping it. I mean, they have hairlines that are starting from the middle of their heads. But anyway, yeah, uh, may his soul rest in peace. Where, yes. where hair is concerned, I will stick far away from the conversation. Very fresh. Shut up your mouth. <laughs> but you know, I think prostate cancer is real and gentlemen, we need to get ourselves checked. Let's get those balls touched and checked and make sure that we are aware of, you know, our health. We just need to create our, it's every day, we need to be checked. The same way people go for breast cancer is the same way we need to get our balls checked. There's balls touching here, that's why it's so excited. Yeah. Who's excited? Sorry, you. No, I'm not excited. Come on, you're not excited, you're over excited. I'm excited. You are over You're always excited about balls. We also lost another legend, uh, Bra Eddie. Most of you, if you watch TV Scandal, I mean, it it plays also on the PCN Zimbabwe Zimbabwe. Yes, quite years. And he just passed on at the age of 68 but he passed on a, from a natural death and they don't know what it is yet um, he has acted in, on Generation Soul City Okavango Kululega Going Up Yizo Yizo and so many other TV shows and I mean since 2005 he's been on Scandal and it's been a hit uh, ever since He's been a hit ever since he was there. May so rest in peace also. Yeah. It's sad. We keep losing all these people and uh, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's the way of everybody. Yeah. We're all going the same way. Uh, some people, the good thing about it is many of these people we've lost this week. There's a lot, there's even a lot more musicians. Yeah, there's a lot more. You know, yeah. and uh, many of them live their life. I mean, to get as far as being a legend. 
yes. and the yeah. emperor, you, mm. you know, you, I mean, you, you would have really lived your life to the fullest mm. I hope and things like that. That's yeah. one thing that really matters. But otherwise, one day, we're going to be sitting here with Itai saying, Kilmo. Good Lord. Itai. Have you lived life to your fullest? I, 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 I just hope no one calls me bra because if, if you call bra something. It's scary, it's right? Bra is to bra you. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> no, my, oh, to all the bras that just, just passed on, may, your, uh, may you rest in peace. May your souls rest in peace. And uh, uh, we'll keep in our prayers the families and everybody else because yeah. we have lost legends. So may their souls rest in peace. It's really sad to think, you know, Brayu is gone and I'm, you know, left with someone like Winkiti. Bra Winkiti, Bra Chakra, Bra ASF. You know, like, like come on, you know. And <laughs> so, remember the last time I was, I was at your place, we were playing, we were playing, yeah. playing Brayu. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, a few days before he passed away. Shame. He just got into the spirit of just, you know. So you could sense it, you could feel it. No, 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 no we no, didn't no. sense anything. We, we enjoyed music. music. That's always beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we'll still have Bra Winky D, Bra Ja Praiser, Bra SF, Bra Ten Diamond, Bra Kelvin, Calvin, all those. So hey, we never know where we're going. So now you're calling them Bra so that they can follow the set example. <laughs> So we're going to look at the interview that the president Emerson Dambuzom Nangagwa had at the World Economic Forum in Davos. And that's actually his first international interview, right? I would like to believe. But Has he had others before that were very much public like that? As president? As president. No. He has had one before. As no, president. No, not that I know of unless if he did. Not of that or not of that um scale. 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 Yeah. Yes. And I mean he, he touched on a lot of things and I watched the interview and um twice. Twice. But one of the things that stood out for me was his constant the when the interviewer who will call my dear for now because I seem not to know her name, mm-hmm. but the president called her my dear. Was no, pre- I mean, yeah, she's a, you, you're, you're conducting an interview, you are the host, uh-huh. and you don't say your name, just like, you know, doing this podcast, mm-hmm. and you don't mention who you are. Oh, by the way, my somebody, name is Gilmorty. Yes. See, <laughs> uh, and somebody who's listening to it for the first time uh-huh. knows your guest, okay, your guest uh-huh. is Itai, knows, mm-hmm. you know, your is, but doesn't know who the hell you are. So you guys I are comparing yourselves to ED, everyone knows ED, like, you know, you are like the president now. And you are like my dear. My dear. <laughs> But listen, let's, let's touch on how she constantly was pressurizing him to say sorry because she touched a lot about the Kukurahundi, the genocide, and, uh, also just mentioned some numbers, uh, of 20,000 that she says it's according to the Catholic Commission for Justice and Peace that it was estimated over 20,000 people passed on or died or were killed rather during the Kukurahundi. And she was, she constantly was pressurizing the president to just say sorry or to acknowledge or something on that platform. What I liked, what I liked about the president is, um, he spoke like a politician mm-hmm. and he spoke like somebody who started law. Yeah. You know, uh, it's like someone saying, I am neither accepting nor denying, but I will take full responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not doing it either. He's on like, the, like, he's on the fence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, he says, I've got a commission set up yeah. to, to run. The commission will go to the people. If the people want me to answer charges, I will go. But remember, I was reading the commission. Mm. It's his vice president. Mm-hmm. Which one in particular? That was my question. Mohadi. Mohadi. Yeah. He's the one who's been put in charge of 
that. Okay. Yeah. And is Mohadi from our from the Matabele region? He's, yes, he's from Matabele and he's actually from Matabele South. So he's supposed to soften uh, the Ndebele people, the Matabele people rather, not I the mean, people. No, not necessarily soften them up, but uh, he's in a searchable face that we can come, we can understand the people, you know, like he's got connect with the people from the basic, from the culture, from the mm. language and everything. I know because but, also the people of Matabele are very tough. Yeah, I know they're extremely tough. Look at yourselves. Stand in front of them and you start talking, and they're mm-hmm. like, Who the hell are you? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but if it's somebody, yes, that they yeah. can be fame. And the whole the hell are you question is also politically packed, it's also, yeah, yeah. you know, culturally packed. And yeah. So if it's somebody that, you know, resonates with them, comes from them, mm-hmm. uh, it's one of them. so it, it, it's sort of like more acceptable, mm-hmm. and they more adequate can mediate. That's the strategy that Zanu Kedu I think that's what they're trying to use since yeah. day one, since Nkomo, yeah. Msika, you know. So did Nkomo and Msika fail to do what possibly Mohadi is able to do? Uh, Would I, we say that? I, I think now it's, it's, it's changed circumstances. Mm-hmm. Before 14 November, mm-hmm. people used to talk about ground but in harsh voices. Yes. After 15 November. Ah, we talk about it. There was even some uh, talk at uh, Rainbow the other time, yeah, and, we and we spoke, and we spoke, and people spoke openly about Kukurawundi. Before, before the new dispensation, mm-hmm. new old dispensation, <laughs> new old dispensation, <laughs> new dog, old dog. It was difficult to talk about these issues. So now I hope maybe uh, now that there's an act even signed by the president saying mm-hmm. let's talk about healing and uh, and, peace. And, and peace. So I'm sure we should be able to get somewhere. But do you, do, do you think that possibly him uh, apologizing on that platform or acknowledging that was going to be a powerful act towards the national healing that we are seeking for as Zimbabweans? Powerful but tricky because uh-huh. it will put him in a very tricky position. Mm. See, that's how the whole – basically, <laughs> this is basic, simple – Law, we all understand. Yeah, yeah. If you admit to a crime, you are now oh, guilty yeah. of it. Yeah, yes, exactly. He you was, know, he was that, going to hang himself on his deck by saying sorry. By saying <laughs> so, he would have spent the next, uh, you know, few months to the election, mm-hmm. uh, dodging and having to answer for a lot of things. I think mm-hmm. he understood mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then, even if he does win the election, beyond that, you are guilty of a crime that you admitted to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, or if he loses. You know, whoever's there is forced to hunt him down. Uh-huh. You know, and things like that. So, politician-wise, lawyer-wise, I think he. So he's very exactly, clever about it. He, he was, he's really responses. being clever about. Kavi didn't want to talk about this. No, he never wanted to. Years. Yeah, he never wanted to. You know, he didn't want to talk about it. So, mm-hmm. so that's why he never denied nor accepted. He took full responsibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, I like the fact that he was clever enough to say the government of today must apologize. He didn't say him, so he's putting himself in collection with everybody else that he works with. And mm-hmm. he said that in the interview. Yeah. The government of today must apologize. Meaning it's something that they have spoken about. It's something that they are highly like recom- I mean well re- maybe not really. You know not again really. the politician and the lawyer playing mm. who's guilty of Kukuraundi? It's Zanu PF. Yes. Who is the government? It's Zanopia. You know, to appease you, who's putting him under, under pressure? My dear was putting him under pressure. <laughs> Whatever her name is. But she was incredible. She was amazing. amazing she held it proper. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't even know her. And yet she's so amazing. I, I, I thought I would have 
maybe known her from CNN interviews, mm. from, or maybe I, I don't pay that much attention from BBC interviews. Or whatever. She was amazing. Mm. I think she, that that lady, that woman, is an amazing interviewer. Mm. So I, I think we need to give Kimo a homework, mm. giving that interview to watch every day for three times a day, so that he can and learn it, a thing or two. Until wow. you <laughs> so much shade on our show. We'll never invite you again. We'll never give you coffee or water or anything. Okay. We'll give, no, it's a new we'll dispensation. It's a new dispensation. Criticism. And talk of criticism. You, you hear what he said. Mm-hmm. He says, "Don't give me a sleeping period. If I do something wrong, criticize me instantly." Yeah, yeah. Yes. Don't, oh, that's don't, incredible. That's for for a politician. That's like wow. Yeah, but I think he's there's this uh, idea going around. Mm. That all this that we see of ED and the current government yeah. is because we are going towards an election. Uh-huh. So it's only beyond the election, if they do win, that people are saying we will see their true colors. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't know. But also, I, I, I also sort of have like the same mentality or belief that this is all like he's saying things that people want to hear. I don't know. This is me. I feel like he's saying things that people want to hear and they're doing things that people want to happen in Zimbabwe. And in that way, they are getting the confidence of Zimbabweans and uh, possibly Zimbabweans will vote them in. But then I don't know how sincere this is. No, but but I think, pick me up on this, if you will. How more sincere, even really, how more sincere can it be that a president putting an act Place. This is law. Regardless of how sincere he is, mm-hmm. beyond the election, even if they win, this peace and uh, healing commission is yeah. law. Okay, okay. It's cast in stone. In stone. But the stone can be thrown away in anyway. pinks. Yeah, no, it can be thrown away. It's just. If Moses can no, do it, I mean, you know, if Moses can do it, <laughs> you need order. But listen, but at the same time, you know, I think we've been in such an, I've said this before, in such an abusive relationship for a long time as Zimbabweans that we don't know what's sincere and what's not sincere. It's just, we're just like, ooh, I almost say something. But anyway, we still, <laughs> we we still are trying to get used to all this all these happenings that are, you know, the things that are happening, the adjustments that are happening within our country. And it's hard for us to believe most of these things because we haven't experienced them for a very long time. But I think, I think he, he yes, he might say the right things for doing elections, but then he said you should, be, you should be held to account for the things he says. So he's, there is that record that sometimes it's good to be positive. Mm-hmm. You, cannot, you cannot be negative all the times. Let's okay. be positive. If he wins the next elections, if he wins, mm-hmm. then See how he delivers. If he loses, he said in the double center that if he loses, we end up with power. So that is it. Let's hope it happens that way. That is it. Yeah, I mean, also, as Zimbabweans, we are coming out of a very terrible and long and abusive relationship. Exactly. You know, so it's going to be very difficult for us to trust anyone, yeah. especially someone who was. We are now in a relationship with the person, with a person who was in the same clique. With our previous lover who was abusing us. This person who was abusing us. So now how do we trust you? So like yes, so try and understand our trust levels. Yeah. Anything you say, regardless of how genuine you are, mm-hmm. we are traumatized. Very we much really traumatized. Need to go to you know, 
we have mm-hmm. for this we need to go to we need our trauma dealt with and oh, yes is yes, is thrown a, a, a healing and peace commission mm. you know but they need the, to be, to act on it now you can yes. just throw it there but there is there is need for action to happen you know yeah yeah it's 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 really interesting really when you look at it but now but then again you cannot uh you cannot hold him into a, to account for things he did when he was when he was a junior he was being sent remember he wasn't one with, with the power with the actual say but look at how things have changed you take off the guy and he comes in and suddenly he starts changing just like what one eighty ten opening up Zimbabwe Zimbabwe is open for business yeah, yeah. you you know those all those things it's it's important that so if some people can hear him and want to give him a chance they should go ahead and give him a chance right. if those that never liked Zanu PF like like myself mm-hmm. who never give him a chance wow he never liked it but yet you were sleeping with it but anyway we, we, we're going to take a short uh, break and then we'll come back and touch a little bit about Zimbabwe being open for uh, the international world to come in, in and uh, start operating and also being business to us right <laughs> you were going to say Zimbabwe being open for the international community to come in <laughs> Listen, like you said, we are traumatized in Zimbabweans, and for 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 the president to hit our G spot is gonna take so much. Okay, so much. Welcome back. We're still talking about the interview of President Emerson Dambuzom Nangagwa at the World Economic Forum in Davos. I was actually very much away from my mic, so now I'm closer to it. Um, you know, in the interview he said that Zimbabwe has been isolated because of history and uh, he's just hoping that from today onwards, from whenever he went into power going onwards, we're able to attract a lot of people coming in. Let's talk about the 51%, 49% indigenization um, scheme that was put in before. Uh, they said they removed that. Mm-hmm. But they've only kept it on two minerals, which yes. is which ones? Um, diamond, diamond and platinum. And platinum. So do you think this is going to attract a lot of people to come into Zimbabwe and want to actually invest for us to move forward? Yeah, I mean, the president said it himself. Initially, we, we, what, what we understood of this was, okay, right now I can negotiate mm-hmm. with whatever international partner. Mm-hmm. But then he specified the choices also on the international someone coming in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they want a local partner, they'll find a local partner. Mm-hmm. If they don't want a local partner, they are not forced to. So they can actually just operate 100% without a local partner? Without a local partner, they need to make the applications, set up right according to the bylaws and all that kind of stuff. But then what happens to the the profits made? Are they sent back or there's a certain amount that remains in the country? Because we might run the risk of having multinational companies coming in, looting money and sending it back to their countries. And we've suffered from that before. Yeah, they are here to make profit. I suppose maybe there's going to be laws for that. Okay. Like also one of the important things would be maybe to employ locals Mm -hmm. instead of bringing in a Chinese company and all the Chinese in China to come in here, mm-hmm. you know, and start looting, you know, <laughs> go back. 
But don't you think this should? Are you? Uh huh. But don't you think this should start with us? Because we in Zimbabwe already have issues of ourselves. You find that a company opens, a corporate opens in in Harare, and then uh, maybe its headquarters is in Bulawayo, and then they bring everybody from Bulawayo and they take them to Harare. So we already have. You have to say that the way it is. is. That everything comes from Harare. In Swat Banks, opens a, a, a branch in Blauai. In, in Blauai, there's no in, place called Blauai. It opens in a branch in Blauai. In yeah. Stafford, everyone from Harare. Mm-hmm. It, and, 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 and the this, OK is also doing the same thing. Yeah. In no, which actually, other place that I went to? Um, there's a place I went to, and when I was talking to them, they, they did not understand a single thing that I said. I literally said, Nyagomocha. Which means basically helping you your compliments and they didn't understand a single thing. And I'm asking myself, how then do you relate to the locals? Uh, how then do you even get how do clients? You do business? How do anyway, you do business? Coming to, 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 to business is opening up and on other on other gens. Let's make let's start with the basics. Mm-hmm. How long does it take to open a business in Zimbabwe? Registering a business from scratch. It's it's been made easy it's now. Yeah, you do that twenty four hours. Yeah, I, I, I actually went to the office mm-hmm. yesterday. I was actually supposed to go and collect my name today. The name search. Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, I was supposed to collect it after lunch. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I went there well close to lunch. So oh, if yes, I had been there early, lunch. around nine, they told me come back and collect your name mm-hmm. after lunch. Yes, the other process of now registering that name mm-hmm. takes a couple of days. But what they're trying to do, better, though, which is better than because three it was weeks. three weeks to a mm-hmm. month for yes. you to just get your registration so in that form. What the guy told me, rather. what the guy told me is now they are also trying to put everything onto the internet, so you no longer have to go to the deeds office to register a company. Mm-hmm. You just do everything on your own because the payment. We actually did the payment online through EcoCash. They've got. Or Visa cards or Zim switch. But Visa cards don't work in Zimbabwe, though. Well, at the I moment. suppose they do if you put US dollars in there. Yeah, but. but and, and where do I get US dollars? Oh, sorry, that's another issue. Another that's, that's <laughs> you, 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 in theory, supposedly, you apply for them at your bank. And then you get it from the bank. And then the bank, supposedly, because I'm having issues with Barclays Bank right now. Uh-huh. There's a transfer that came in from outside, and then I'm asking them if they can activate my card so I can use it when I go anywhere else like Botswana or South Africa or Mozambique, wherever I go. But then they say to me, "No, you need to deposit. You need to deposit money." But prior to that, when I spoke to one of the persons, they said to me, "If you have a transfer that has come in from outside, which was US dollars, we are able to activate your card." But now I'm being told they can't activate. I need to find the dollars and deposit. But there's US dollars that came from freaking United States of America. Uh, uh, that you need to talk to them And usually when I talk to bank people This is my theory When I talk to these guys I ask for their names mm. So that tomorrow when I come back I spoke to Gilmo yesterday My place to Gilmo mm. Gilmo I'll, I'll far away with this issue Yeah. And if, you, if I can't If you can't give me a satisfactory answer I'll look for someone who's your superior mm-hmm. now, And I get his name as well That way you keep uh, You keep everyone in check mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's go back to our discussion because <laughs> yeah. we're going to go and start talking about banks, which is another frustrating thing in Zimbabwe right now. Yeah, no, but now I, I think why it's important, why this talk of banks is important, mm-hmm. is also I think the president should be aware that our major interest for Zimbabwe to set up properly. Assuming he's listening to our show, and yes, he, he's gonna sure. hasht, uh, hashtag us on. I'm going to we should Twitter. take him online. We, we should take him online. Yeah, exactly. Online. Yes. Exactly. So the idea is. If you want to make Zimbabwe conscious
C4 business. Mm-hmm. Let's also work on the local exactly. structures, exactly. the platform exactly. locally, the landscape locally. Mm-hmm. You know, we are also trying to open business. Mm-hmm. We are not internationals. We are not white farmers getting our white farm, uh, our farms back. <laughs> we are locals who have been in Zimbabwe uh-huh. all along trying to survive, trying to make something of ourselves. We didn't go overseas. Mm-hmm. We stayed in Zimbabwe and tried to make Zimbabwe work when it couldn't work. Now we have a president who says, let's make Zimbabwe work. Yeah. You know, and we're saying we are with you, but exactly. can we make sure that the local environment, platform, everything, the landscape is conducive? Yeah, I shouldn't true. go into a bank. Right now, I can't, my website, I, I made a website online. Mm-hmm. I used to pay for it because I had a Visa card, I had US dollars. But in now there. you can't pay for now, it. But yeah, website's been down for months because they're telling me come and deposit US dollars. For you to pay for your website? For me to pay. For, but like you're saying, the money that was in my account when they decided my money is no longer US dollars, was US dollars. Because it came from and then US dollar It's not US source. dollars. Uh, you know, those, those sort of things. So, Mr. President, we really need to also fix the local. So we, 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 when the internationals who are trying to embrace and want them to embrace us come in, they don't spend hours at a bank queuing Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to let them go to the front. I've been queuing there for days. Yeah, no, they, they, they will have to. Queue. They will have to wait also and just yes. do the same. And so business is not smoothly oiled that way. So we need to work on it. Big we time. really need to work on the local platforms. Interesting. Um, you want to say something? Yeah, Your mouth is open. You you're like a, you're like a goldfish. The ones uh, that I have at home. Uh, <laughs> you've got a goldfish. <laughs> I have goldfish. The, 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 the house jewel. The fish. The gold. Wow! In water, in the really tank. Elite. <laughs> is, that a, elite. Is, that, is, uh, is this why you kill that cat? Excuse me. Let's move right ahead. <laughs> Listen. So he says um, there is something else that uh, the president mentioned in his interview. He says um, the land reform is one thing that isolated us from the international community in Zimbabwe, and he's talking about. And the lady touched on if the white farmers specifically are going to get back their land, and he says that. We do not want to think of racial lines when it comes to the farmers. Whoever is good and can be productive will give them the land for them to be productive. There's plenty of land in Zimbabwe. You can There's afford to give everyone a piece of land. Uh-huh. And watch us not being productive and still the productive <laughs> ones grow the economy. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's, it's, we need to work on that as a country. It's, we, sh- we shouldn't just give someone because they're black or they're Indian or they're mixed race or they're white. But I think it's also about looking at the capacity that they have and uh, also training them and making sure that they are able to produce from that land, not for their families, but commercially producing. We need to start by targeting multiple farm owners. There are guys with, with, with uh, once productive farms which have come, uh, which have become uh, grasslands now. Nothing grows. There's just animals going to, to, to graze, possibly. Maybe they are people growing the grass for the animals. And people uh, going to uh, take it down in the grass. <laughs> yeah, that's my new though. What do you mean animals? When, 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 when you chase a farmer with, with, uh, with a head of a thousand cakes and you bring someone five cakes, I mean, like seriously, you could say a, a tractor that they got corruptly. <laughs> but everything he's trying to eradicate corruption in Zimbabwe. Yes, he's trying to eradicate. Which is another thing that corruption. I agree with. Yeah, uh, with ED about mm-hmm. you know really targeting corruption on that level. Mm-hmm. You know, he started where corruption was like the most the police service. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I saw them on the road. They're back on the road now. No, no, yeah, they're back on the highways, but really they just have drums and. And they just, they just, they're getting <laughs> they just hit by wave. the heat. 
yeah, just wave you know, it to yeah just just to make sure because you you get a lot of also when you remove the police from society yeah. you get a lot of unscrupulous characters doing unscrupulous things and being irresponsible because they know there are no police mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the 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 sighting and seeing of police sort of like helps people keep themselves in check mm-hmm. you know try and think of you know i don't want to be on the wrong side i don't want to be you know that kind of thing it, it, yeah. it, but I, i mean the level to which it had gone was was totally out of hand yeah and but, but but my my challenge with this fight for corruption is a lot of guys have been arrested yes and appeared in court and appeared in court but no one has been sentenced you know it's like it's what like happened a, it's to chombo it's like a small screen you go to court you're released it's done was chombo released though he's out oh he's out yes i mean with 10 million dollars no well the 10 million is what evidence we have mm-hmm physically that we all got to know about we don't know about every other thing that they found everywhere else is he not the stepfather to pogelo nare the girl who was on big brother africa which is what i don't get how did stana get up in there and not walk away with at least a million he was up in it <laughs> uh, stana was stana did that and finished with dala and moved on to olinda thank you let's move on to <laughs> There were millions. It, there were millions. There were millions. Chombo but the millions, the millions were in Zimbabwe, and Odinda is thousands in, in the UK. You know, it's kind of cooler it's and just, colder it's in there. It's just interesting how all this thing is coming in when we're talking about the president's <laughs> interview at the World Economic yes. Forum. Yes, the World Economic Forum. We're talking about economy, 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 and the you know the economics of making money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he touched a lot on the elections, the upcoming elections, but we're just gonna dash into it. So talking about elections the president says that uh the term the five year term ends in July or something like that but then it's uh after February he can then proclaim when the elections are happening because this uh, young lady my dear kept asking when the elections are actually happening so up to now as Zimbabweans do we know we so it means we don't know what's what's happening in terms of election dates the dates we don't know What do you know is we're having elections. We're having elections, but then if we don't know the dates, how then what happens then to the opposition parties? How then do they properly plan and campaign? They never Are plan. They being... Why should we worry about them? Last election they didn't campaign at all. They so they just they, went and we told them the dates. Uh-huh. And they were like, "Fuck you guys!" Uh-huh. And then they went and chilled at home. Uh-huh. And then they expected magic to happen. So but that's the thing. Uh, how do we even vote for them? Because now, as much as we want to have free and fair elections. Yes, we might have that, but then with who exactly? Skimo? Yeah. A question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you set a wedding day first before you propose or you propose and set a wedding day later? You propose and set <laughs> the wedding later. <laughs> oh, but it's supposed to campaign now. When the date comes out, they'll be like, you know? That's it. They've been campaigning for the past five years. <laughs> okay. You know, but they haven't been the doing that. That's the thing. And, and this is what I'm afraid of now with Zim. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not usually afraid, but this time I'm afraid. You have a lot of young people mm-hmm. who want to vote for the opposition for yeah. the sake of voting for an opposition. Yeah. They don't know who the opposition are. Mm. They don't know what they are on about, mm. what they are going to do. Why do you sound low today? They've never voted yes, I can hear before you. in their lives. Uh-huh. And ba- basically what they know is I finished Form 4 three years ago mm-hmm. and I've suffered in yeah. this Mkabe thing uh-huh. and I want to vote for the opposition. Yeah. But you then know, the opposition is not there. The opposition is non-existent. Ah, this is sad. If 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 I belong to the opposition and I wanted to create chaos, I'll just go deep in the right areas and start campaigning saying for Mkabe. Mhm. Done. 
force him coming, but then when they, yes. <laughs> when well, they, they go, then he's not there, so they don't <laughs> vote. Just <Paul> vote. votes. <laughs> I'm creating chaos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, talking about that voting, uh, the transparency, because he says that the, for now, I think maybe this is the first time ever since independent that we're open for the EU to come in and poss- possibly monitor our uh, elections. But this is the most interesting one. He said EU is, 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 is welcome. But anyone else outside EU, meaning the USA, they need to apply. EU is welcome. Commonwealth is welcome. Uh-huh. Uh, Sadak. Sadak, they have an agreement already as African, uh, Southern African states. Yeah. AU, there's an agreement mm-hmm. as the Africa governing body or uh-huh. whatever the AU does, which I Supposedly think is useless. does. Uh, but with the EU, I think it's a recent agreement. All right. EU countries and EU. But then what does it mean like anyone else outside of the EU? Of the EU. Those are, those are, those are bigger bodies. So it's now look at the smaller, smaller nations now that want to come in and. Yeah, like the US wanting to come if Brazil wants to come through and observe. They just need to apply. It doesn't necessarily mean they will be denied or they're going to be scrutinized. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just we don't have an agreement with them mm-hmm, as yet. Okay, okay. So they need to put in the application. Probably the EU has put in applications already. And then it's already been approved it's and they're able been to come so through and, yes, um, and uh, observe. And monitor and, and do all those things. And monitor and be transparent. And hopefully it will be very transparent. And this is to the young lady... I don't know which word you don't understand when I say transparent because <laughs> this is like, English. I'm not an English expert. But I said transparent. And, but then this whole Commonwealth thing, what are the benefits if Zimbabwe actually has to get in, get back into the Commonwealth? Are there any benefits for us? Or is it, what would it do for us if we go back into this um, Commonwealth? I, I'm not too sure or well versed into the broader uh, national uh, benefits, mm-hmm, but this mm-hmm. could be very good for people who have knowledge on this to yeah. engage on social media, fill us in, on, you know, what benefits mm-hmm, it could mm-hmm. be, but it seems to be a big deal. Why would Mkabe then post and drop the mic and leave the Commonwealth if it wasn't that big, big a deal? Maybe he was just dropping the mic because he liked the sound of the mic dropping. Well, yeah, maybe, <laughs> but yes. why would ED then pick up the mic? And say, uh, oh, and two, yeah. you know, because he wants to test the mic. <laughs> He's doing a 180 just to change things around. Yeah. And, and, and so far, I think it doesn't make any, doesn't make any, 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 any sense for me to pull out of, of, of original block for whatever reason is. Because if we, there's a disagreement, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Let's come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. But dropping mm-hmm. the mic now. Yeah, dropping the mic. Yeah, you, you know, you drop the mic. Sports. You, you decide on your own and, you know, you decide for everybody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the problem that we've suffered from was that Zimbabwe was put as, uh, I think people are looking at Zimbabwe at a face. I think there was one face that constantly presented Zimbabwe yes. and the everybody guy was suffered. At the conferences. Oh, yeah. And, and he didn't, he didn't have to do much at the, at, at, at the, at the conference in Davos. Eh? He just had to keep he awake. Did, he didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> like, you didn't have to let me fall asleep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fall asleep, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> you are ridiculous. Uh, briefly, Grace Mugabe, he says that Grace Mugabe didn't get immunity, but then there are benefits that were given to the first, the former first family, the President Robert Mugabe, former President of Zimbabwe, uh, him getting medication in Singapore and uh, getting some package because he refused the 10 million. He says, no, I don't know about the 10 million. That's just figures that are circulating. Um, 
Now, there's this whole medication of Singapore. Don't you think it was better for... Uh, why is it not going to Mpilo? Why is it not going to Parinato? Someone asked that question on social media. Because, uh, why, because why? He, he oversaw the running down of those institutions. Yes. He, he cannot trust them because he knows what he did to them. So that, that's why he won't be able to get, that's why they're sending him to Singapore to take care of his education. Uh, I was going to say education. He's too old today. And the flag thing. Uh, you know, we used to be arrested if you're seen putting on the Zimbabwean flag, but then ED had a scarf. Uh, ah, who made those scarves? Like, there's a picture that I saw of them sitting in line and all of them had these scarves <laughs> at a table across some. I don't know. I saw, I saw a tweet someone was, was saying, listen the name of the person who made the scarves. It was, I saw Celia something to Yes. But who came up with the idea of the scarves? Come on. I don't know. Maybe they realized it's very cold four. in Davos. I did four of these. Do yeah, I mean, I mean, people are going to want them because, you know, it it's fashionable, but I don't think it's a fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't go to, National dress type. It might actually go. You see, those so many colors of the, on, I mean, on that scarf, bro. It's, it's not a lot of colors. It's just a couple of like five colors. <laughs> it's the same colors so being repeated much. over again, over and over again. <laughs> they look horrible. Maybe they could have put them more vertical instead of uh, that, would have, that. That would have looked like the South African one. No, the Zanubia flag. That would have been the Zanubia flag. <laughs> they, they were straight along the scarf. You know. I mean, I don't know. I mean. We but that, that, those colors are the same with with with, with ones that Rastafari like to use, isn't? But those are our colors. That's our nation. So I can always cut off the part that is the smoke and beard and stuff. And, and then like, suddenly, and yeah. say I'm a Rastafari. That's why I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I mean they were looking cool. Like you know, anything regardless of how bad it is, mm-hmm. if you rock it uh, and it's as many of you, mm-hmm. it starts to look cool. It's like a dance when you're dancing on your own. It's okay, mm-hmm. but once Four, five people start doing the same dance. Uh, so, so, are you going to buy the scarf? Please, no, please no. stop giving Kimu ideas about dancing. He can't dance. He can't <laughs> save his own life. Okay? <laughs> no, I, I'm definitely not going to buy the scarf. Uh, you're not going to buy it? No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. You're not going to get it. But, Ita, you're going to get one? Yes, I'm going to get four. One, four, in case you steal one from me. Uh, ridiculous. Are you going to get the scarf? You're listening at home. Let, it, let us know if you're going to get the scarf. And what you thought about the interview of uh, President of Zimbabwe, Emerson Dambuzom Nangagwa. The hashtag is GTWE5 and our Twitter handles are at KilmoTWE and at CliffCentral.com. We would love to hear from you. So let's talk Zim. MTV Sugar Down South follows the lives of young people and tells their stories as they happen. Meet pretty feisty 15-year-old Solo. She lives with her loving father Robert and spends most of her time with her best friend Kensani. Then she meets So. Solo discovers that all that glitters is not gold in episode 8. How will it all play out? Next up is Solo's story in 5 minutes with Sugar. My dad is amazing. My mom left us when I was three and since then it's just been the two of us. He works really hard to give us a good life. Lately I seem to need more than he can give. The truth will kill him so I pretend everything's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, it's beautiful. This dress is for my daughter. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, this dress is actually doing the most. 
But deep down I know this moment is a complete lie. Not because it's fake, no. But because I'm showing Papa only one side of me. The side he believes to be true and innocent. But the truth is much darker. Hey, Wolafu, you're right. It's probably just Kinsani. You know how Kinsani gets sometimes. I'm going to Oh, here, eh? Okay. Let me get the pin off. Okay. Hey! But it wasn't Kinsani. It was Saul. Again. I ignore these calls. Around town, Saul is known as the cheese boy player. Nobody takes him seriously. And when we got together, I thought I could keep it casual. That way nobody gets hurt. Right? Thanks for the lift, mister. Ah, mister. You can call me Saul. Okay, bye, Saul. <laughs> wait, wait. When do I see you again? <laughs> There's a line. How long is this line? It's long, very long. But for you, I might put you in third, fifth place. Ah, fifth. Maybe. Why? What can you do for me? <laughs> Give me your number. We chat live and discuss it properly. Chat live? Really? Chat live? When my Tamagotchi only makes SMSs and takes phone calls? Uh, in this day and age. <laughs> yes. In this day and age. Look, thanks for the food, man. Seemed to work in the beginning. I like the stuff Saul bought me. I can't lie. Made life a little sweeter. Is that really wrong to want nice things? I don't think so. My best friend Kenzie didn't really approve. And he just like gave you all this stuff. It's got good taste. Now. I mean, you need to watch out, eh? You know how Saul likes to change his wallpaper girls. Look, I know these things don't last forever, but he's getting what he wants. I'm getting well, what I want. You say that now. And also, he's getting all clingy. Right so they say that love changes everything. It was my cheese boy calling again. You know he's becoming like Chappies now. Isn't he working? Like, why is he calling so much? Why would he need to work? You know he's a daddy can I have most. <laughs> Other day, you should have seen him answering the phone looking all June, July. And then I heard in the background somebody calling him. I think it was his Ooh, father. Same. <laughs> like, at his age. Uh-uh. Please, at least he knows how to wear a helmet, unlike somebody I know. Wow. I feel like I'm living a twisted double life. This was supposed to be fun. Can't we go back to when I really was daddy's little angel? When that was truly enough. So long enough. What's gonna stole it? I told him And I just wish my home got so that you guys can have a check your side wait. Papa, I'm fine. Do you remember she left us? We don't need her. I know I worry about you now. Papa, I know boys are trouble. You don't have to worry. I don't want to worry. Eat your food. <laughs> then things with Saul got really creepy. And I felt like I couldn't breathe. Hello? Tenuzo Nenza's back last time, my son. I've been calling and calling and you're not answering. Sorry, wrong number. 
But I never thought it would go away, did. So you're hurting me! Oh! Also, when I call. Phil is like a stranger right now. I can't believe this is happening to me. Help. Someone, please. Help me. That moment arrives. You need help from the very person you've been hiding from. Will you speak your whole truth, or will you continue to hide, Papa? All right, that was MTV Sugar Down South and Solo Story. If you're a young person, it's very important for you to take note of these things that are being raised. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me in studio today. I mean, sorry, Louis, don't have to thank you. Itai, what was your favorite quote from the ED interview? Zimbabwe is open for business. Zimbabwe is open for business. It's wide open. Its legs are open. Uh, and sorry, Lo. Legs. Seriously? Legs. Sorry, Lo. All right. I, I have two in particular. Uh-huh. Uh, the first one, more subtle, and many more other positions. Many more other positions. <laughs> My favorite was my dear. <laughs> and then I have one that where he says, I must say, Whenever Britain is a lady prime minister, Zimbabwe enjoys the relationship. <laughs> of course, yeah, we, we love them like that. But thank you so much for joining. If I have to get a hold of you on social media platforms, where can I get a hold of you? Itai. Twitter, mm-hmm. at Muroi. Mm-hmm. Instagram, at Muroi. Mm-hmm. At Muroi. And uh, Facebook, Itai Muroi. All right, so So, Muroi. so how, how do you like fare with all these headlines of which hunting for the ice cream? Because <laughs> your Muroi name already witch. says. I look aside because I know I'm untouchable. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, untouchable. Untouchable. We'll get in touch with you on social media platforms. And Swarelo is at Umelapi, right? Yes, definitely. U M E L A P H I. Right, that's, I, I got so. it, I got I it. Think you got it right. Perfect. Finally. And finally, <laughs> at least I have my English sorted. And my name is Gilmore T, the Global Citizen. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Gilmore T Vibe. Until next week, please tune in and make sure you tell all your friends that 1 p.m. every Friday we are live on Cliff Central. Right, cheers. We're going to find more ice cream and more witches, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> This is cliffcentral.com.